0: Moms in Business. Welcome to the podcast that educates, encourages, and empowers women. I'm your host, Angela Fazio, and I'm committed to bringing you great business information, amazing guests, inspiration, and a godly perspective. Let's get started. Today's episode is brought to you by the Forum Co-working and Events in Chandler, Arizona. It's a great co-work space where people can meet clients, conduct business. Um, have private events, or just have fun. It's also sponsored by East Valley Connect Facebook group. It's connecting Phoenix East Valley community and local businesses. This week's guest is Dana Flanick. I'm so excited for you guys to hear from her. She is um, giving us great insight on how to marry your passion with your business. She's also going to talk to us about the importance of surrounding yourself with the right people. So let's jump into the conversation. Hi, Dana, thank you so much for being here today. I really appreciate you being on Moms in Business.
1: Thanks, I'm excited to be here.
0: Absolutely, so I am so excited to talk about your business. You do a a business that's so beautiful to look at. Yes. And it's called The Floral Theory, right? Yes,
1: I'm a floral designer and that's the name of my business. That's
0: (laughs) awesome. And Wait till you guys take a look at her arrangements. They are gorgeous, but we'll talk about that in a minute. First, you're a mom, so we wanna hear about your children. Tell us about your kids.
1: Yes. So I have three kids and they're kind of all over the place as far as age goes. Um, I have a 15 year old who my son, Caden, um, I had him young when I was 19 as like a single mom. Um, He's super into baseball, which I love that he has like a passion. Um, And then, but yeah, again, the teenage years are like very interesting as a mom. I hear you. Um, And then I have a seven year old who... He's definitely, like, my hard child. I shouldn't say it all the time, but I do. Um, He's just very emotional and, like, never stops talking. He breaks everything down to the point of, like, oh, my gosh, please stop asking me questions. (laughs) Um, But he's also, like, you know, when he's not around, it's, like, something's missing. You know, he's so outgoing and everything. Um, And his name? Is Briar. Briar. Yeah. Briar. Yeah. And I can tell he's just so smart too that I know like he's gonna do great things too. Um and then I have Marley who's um two and a half and potty training. <laughs> um and she's been amazing. I said I think like God knew I couldn't handle another yeah. hard kid. So she's been like the best sleeper, the best, like just so easygoing, just goes with the flow. I don't know if it's like uh, like Yeah, I don't know. They must have. It must have like been known that I couldn't handle another crazy kid. Yeah, uh,
0: so funny when I was talking to Dana, I talked to them. I talked to the people beforehand just so we can get to know each other. And and all of a sudden, Dana's (laughs) like, "Stop stepping in it." Oh man, she just peed herself. (laughs)
1: It's awesome. I know it was was so. She's two, so it's okay. (laughs) She literally just started this week, and it's been going awesome. So I'm like oh my gosh, I'm not going to have kids in diapers. It's like a dream come true, but I hope it keeps going. So. Girls
0: are way easier to potty train than boys yeah, pretty much. That's
1: what I've heard too. And so I, with my boys, I never tried like prior to three. I was just like, okay, at three, we'll do it. And then this time it's like, I know she can do it. So I'm like, okay, let's, it's let's more me. It. Like, yeah, I need to do get it. Get out of diapers. Yeah. Yeah. So. That is
0: so great when you get them all out of diapers. I know. <laughs> so I will make you feel better as a mother right now. Because I have an eight-year-old who right now is extremely difficult. Yeah. And so he talks a lot as well. And he says really <laughs> annoying things because he likes attention. Yeah. And it's so annoying. And so my mom was visiting me and we were sitting around the table just chilling. And he starts telling a story that was stupid and made no sense. <laughs> and, and I literally turned around and looked at him and I said, Bentley, stop talking right now. I'm not at all interested in what you're saying. <laughs>
1: That's a way to make people feel good. That's awesome.
0: Hey, seriously. I was serious. My mom was like, quote of the vacation. Right. I Mall feel like other year. people,
1: like my, I, I, I should say this, I guess. Well, people that don't know, like what I'm going through, like we were at a dinner with family too once and my aunt who like doesn't have kids, like, and I snapped instantly at dinner and I was like, we're not doing this right now. And she's like calm down like Like, come on Dana like get it together and I'm like no you don't understand understand.
0: (laughs) if you saw my son Bentley he's really really cute yeah and everyone was like oh that Bentley he's he's so great I'm like you live with them you take them you tell me what you feel like tomorrow yeah (laughs) totally
1: I know Okay, it's it's different I think at home too like my kids are great everyone says Mm -hmm. like oh your kids are so good and so easy but like not at home I,
0: well, that's okay. I that mean, that like for him, a good him, mother. Least, yeah. of being a good mother and when I they're in public. Rather, yeah, yeah, I'd
1: rather have him be that way with me than anywhere else, as long as they put on a good face. For sure. <laughs> I
0: hear you. So, okay. So your kids are keep you very, very busy. Yes. Because you are balancing. I'm so excited for people to hear this because you'll take away all their weenie excuses. Yeah. Because not only when Caden was two did you put yourself through college. Yeah. Which is fantastic. Yes.
1: I always said, I feel like that. Well, the, I feel like I'm at this bridge point where like now my business is one of my biggest passions, you know, or like my most exciting, like things that have happened in my life. Um, I mean, besides like my family and all the things like that come along with that. But yeah, for so long, that was like my greatest accomplishment, I guess, is like that I went away to school with him and like graduated and did it by myself and with no help, really. So. Yeah, that is a fantastic
0: accomplishment and always will be. But I can see as you progress in your life, you're going to a person like you, which everyone will hear in just a few minutes with your drive and your passion, you are going to continually come across things that just fill you up and become the next best thing that you thank God for. And that you're, you have passion for and that you're proud of an accomplishment. So that will continue to happen. Yes. I know It will. That's awesome. So tell your story a little bit. Um, uh, starting like, how did the floral theory come to be like give us a little history and about Trader Joe's and all of that yeah shout so, out to Trader Joe's
1: yeah you know I always love Trader Joe's <laughs> so I said I just put my two weeks in after working there for 16 years um, I've definitely been like a always need a backup plan and make sure I'm doing everything right in case of whatever situation in life um, so that was like a really big deal me leaving Um, but anyway so I worked there that was like the second job I've ever had and I Um, They've been insanely amazing to me as far as, like, so flexible, and that's why I've stayed. Like, as a mom, like, you need flexibility in a job. Um, Anyways, they let me – like, I went to school at NAU, and they let me work every single break. Um, I'd just come back, and they would take me in because – For one, I'm a great worker, (laughs) and for two, they're just an awesome company, Um, and so I never left there, and I graduated college, like, when the economy was at its worst, in, like, 06, I graduated, and so I would, I was trying to pursue a career, um, but I was always, like, at the bottom of the totem pole, so... It was, like, jobs that I wasn't super excited about either. Like, you think, like, oh, I'm, I went to school for advertising. I'm going to get into an advertising firm and do, like, all this creative work. Well, no. Like, you need experience. Like, it wasn't that way. And so I was so discouraged, I guess, as far as anything work-related. I felt like it wasn't, like, I thought instantly after I graduated college, like, I'm supposed to have the job of my dreams. Um, so I was always, it was always, like, a piece of me that was, like, not satisfied, I guess, um, especially with you know, I never left Trader Joe's through all that, like getting jobs, being at the bottom of the totem pole, people wanting to lay people off. Well, I was the newest person. So it'd be like, Hey, can you pick up a day at Trader Joe's? And then I'd end up working more days at Trader Joe's and less days at these jobs. And until they had to either close their doors or like lose their lowest paying employee or their newest employee. And so then I had my second child. And so I stayed at Trader Joe's. Um, and you know just kind of was doing that and again still I don't know what I'm gonna do well I've always been super creative and I know that about me um and so fast forward to like some random day no four years Um, ago yeah, yeah so I was in a friend's wedding and she was like on a budget and so she had asked or she I was like hey I have like I work at Trader Joe's. Let me like get all the flowers for you and I'll make your bouquets like for fun. You know, like I was like, Oh, this will be fun. And like, it was literally like a light went off in my head after, um, that I did it and it turned out so good. And everyone was praising me about how great they looked. And like, I was just like, Oh my gosh, this is like everything I like, like, you know, it's basically like art. Um, and then it's, definitely capable of making money. People make money at, you know, doing flowers for weddings and stuff. Um, so I was just like, you know, my brain was, I guess, like racking itself. Like, how can I do this? And then my mom, shortly after, was getting married, and she was like, "Dana, do my flowers." So I was like, "Okay." <laughs> um, and so then, at first, you
0: were doing it for free. You were just doing it for fun because you enjoyed it.
1: Yeah, pretty much. She just get, like I bought the flowers I needed, and I I gave her the receipt for it. Like, here, this is what you owe me for it. I didn't charge her. Oh, by um, the
0: way, audience, don't get excited. She doesn't do that now. <laughs> <laughs> no, not
1: at all. <laughs> um, it takes a lot of work. It's much more like obviously everything. I feel like business wise, like you get into something and you think, oh, this gonna be fun. Well, yeah, it's. A heck of a lot of work and pressure, especially dealing with weddings. But that's
0: good. You know, that's one thing that people um forget. They look at somebody who has a successful business. Yeah. And they say, "Well, you that. know, that yeah. must have been you just have an easy, successful business." But don't forget, you did this for four years, and just now you're putting in your notice because yeah. it takes that long to build a successful business, or even longer to, right? Be, you know, just to get. Yeah, to I place. feel like
1: I'm at a point where I know now that, okay, I can like live the life that I'm living without Trader Joe's. And that's why I've stepped away at this point where, and I know I was at this breaking point where I can't do all of it. So it was like that. I want to follow my passion and be present with my kids. And that's why, you know, I made that choice, but yeah, I am like, definitely like, no, I'm not, you know, like I will keep the safe net for as long as I can until I know I feel safe, I guess.
0: And and that's another thing to, um, for people to think about when they're thinking about starting their own business or following a passion, there is sometimes where you have to continue to do other jobs until you can get that passion monetized.
1: Yeah, totally. I think a lot, I mean, I've seen a lot of women. I mean, there's a lot of women in the industry of like, you know, wedding planning, wedding, the wedding industry. Um, and a ton of them have two jobs where they're working day jobs and working, and it's exhausting. And I'm sure they all can like relate to, and, and then having kids on top of it, it's just, like, you feel like you're going to die sometimes. You right, know? right. Like, it's exhausting. But um, I do watch tons of them have, you know, both because especially with the wedding industry, it's very, like, high season, low season. So people have it for that, too. But One
0: of the things that I was really interested in when we were talking is about how your whole life you knew that you had this creative power inside of you. Um, but really no one encouraged you to figure out a way to make that passion match with making money.
1: Yeah. Um, I feel like in a way, like I've said that I always have had like encouraging people in my life, never like people really like doubting me in a negative way. I feel like maybe, you know, it was only in the, like the hopes to try to help me in guiding me, um, when really it's like, you're the one who knows you. And so like, ultimately, especially I think at a crucial time when you're like in college, like I find it so insane that people like want you to figure out what you want to do with your whole life when you're six, you know, seven or 18, 19, 20. Like, I feel like you're a mental disaster at that time. <laughs> um, but so everyone's trying to help you. And really, I like, I needed to learn that I need to listen to me inside and what's right for me. And I think over time, like that, I have learned that, I guess.
0: Um, Well, one of the things that I noticed about you is you don't, you didn't just have a dream. You had a dream, but with it, you put massive effort and massive action and a lot of time to make the passion uh, an actual viable business. And that's what I think a lot of people miss. Yeah. They think, hey, I have this passion. I want to fill in the blank. Yeah. So they just think, oh, if I just go after it because I'm passionate, then it's got to work out for me. But that's that's not nearly enough. You have to have the passion to have sustainable, like a sustainable business so that you don't give up and you will get take that massive action you'll take make all those sacrifices
1: yeah I feel like I find people that like I mean I think my job looks so appealing because hey like what especially they think you're
0: playing with flowers. doesn't want to like yeah.
1: play with flowers all day you know um but really I feel like they're chasing like a dream that looks pretty from the outside and they don't know like oh my gosh like yep this is like night and day like morning and night I'm working on this like and it is because I found something that I am like truly passionate about and it aligned with like everything that I wanted I guess yeah I feel lucky that I found something but again I feel like I was always on the path to like want something good for myself and so maybe that's why it came to me I don't know
0: (laughs) well I just think that you have an excellent work ethic and you um, didn't lie to yourself and think it's just because you're passionate about it. It's going to be simple.
1: Yeah, no. And I do agree. Like if you want something to succeed, you just have to keep pushing through, like no matter what, because I feel like there was moments when maybe even my family were like, are you really like trying to (laughs) to do this for a job? And I'm like, yeah like what do you think I'm doing right like I'm doing it aren't I like I don't understand and then now I feel like they even look at me and they're like oh my gosh like I can't even believe what you've done it's fantastic you know what
0: I think that's inspirational because when people around you see your perseverance and that you don't give up on your dream or your passion and you actually put forth the effort and it comes to fruition that's extremely inspiring so I am quite sure you've inspired lots of people around you.
1: Yeah. Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> I, <hope. laughs> I,
0: I know it. I know it. I'm just talking to you. You guys have to take a look at, um, the, the, when I looked on your website,
1: yeah, my Instagram or my oh, website. And
0: I looked at, I actually looked on your website Okay, because yeah. I was just doing it really quick. And those, um, flower crowns that you make oh, yeah. are gorgeous. Yeah. Talk I Talk about like, what happened. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So
1: back to like kind of the start of my business, I feel like, um, you know, I had this initial like, oh my gosh, this is great, but it there was no like it no easy in. You know, there was already people in the area that were doing wedding flowers, and I needed to find like a specialty. A, yeah, and it kind of was. It was so basically, I had another friend come to me after she had seen me like posting pictures of all the flowers I was doing and me being excited about it, and uh, she was like, hey, would you make me like Mother's Day flower crowns for me and my daughter, my daughters? And I was like, yeah, like you know, I've never made one. But I'll try, you know. Um, so I made them, and they were. So super cute and like everybody was like oh wow like though again like a lot of like good feedback and I was like oh my gosh like people want these people started asking me like oh are you making some can you make some more for like this or for my my daughter's first birthday or you know like any occasion pretty much that you want a flower crown for a baby shower you know bridal shower all these great occasions that people want to like put flowers in their hair. um, And so I think that was really my like, into differentiator. Business. Yeah, uh, I'll
0: tell you what I noticed. And I love to look into people's businesses, because I'm so passionate about building business. And that's really set you apart from anybody I've ever seen that yeah. does flowers are those flower crowns. And if you knew me, you would laugh right now. But I am seriously considering next occasion (laughs) to order one for me and my daughters and my granddaughters swear. Yeah. Is that hilarious?
1: I feel like I'm not girly
0: at all. So for me to be that impressed with your flower crowns is a big deal. They're gorgeous. Thank
1: you so much. Really
0: great. That's it's a, it's a, a key point in business. If you're out there trying to, um, build a business, you not only have to have the drive and the passion and the perseverance, And the never quit attitude, but you also need to differentiate yourself. Yeah. You have to put yourself apart from your competition and your flower crowns. I believe do that. Yeah. If everything else is quality, you have to do that. That's minimum. I feel like it
1: was definitely like my foot in the door too. as much as like, I mean, to be honest, like flower crowns aren't going to pay my bills. Like they're a small piece, but I also see it as like, it's almost an advertising tool too, for me. And that's why I like it because it. Every person I put a flower crown on is like, oh, my gosh, where'd you get that flower mm-hmm. crown? And then they come look at my page and then they think about, oh, my daughter's getting married or, you know, like. And so that's when it pulls them into, like, wanting to use me for weddings, too. So. Oh, what do you have to do? Like, measure your head? Uh, so great thing about having kids at every age is that I just ask their age and then I can like gauge it basically I will if they're like seven ish or yeah. eight nine I'll go around my son's head really and like put it on or we
0: can measure our head and tell you how big our heads are right well I don't do that what <laughs> I
1: do is it's like on grapevine wire and then you I just make it a little big and so they can undo it in the back and they can like oh, tighten it, loosen it. But. all right so
0: you're smart too <laughs> that's awesome okay so um I'm totally jumping around but I love the story about how you met your husband initially and the history of your husband. So you've got to (laughs) give us us his name and tell us the story really quick. That's so cool.
1: Okay, so uh, his name's Ron, and I have known him since he moved here from Ohio in junior high, and he was like the new cute boy in school, and (laughs) all the girls thought he was so cute. And then we were like boyfriend and girlfriend in junior high for – a minute, until, a hot minute, yeah. Right? <laughs> until some other girl came around or a boy came around, um, and then we knew each other throughout high school. Like we all hung out, kind of with the same friends, or you know that we were just always around each other. And I would guess we were always like physically attracted to each other, but he was just my friend, and that's all it was. Um, and then I went to college, at NAU, and moved back, and he. Had recently gotten out of a relationship, and then I had, like, ended it with my son's dad or whatever, obviously, while I was gone. And then, um, yeah, and then we just started hanging out, and, yeah, and then I we love, ended up married. I <laughs> love that. I love that story.
0: <laughs> I don't know anybody that long. It's except so my funny. Mom. I, I actually my hear,
1: like, because I ask, wh- like... Girls like, oh, how'd you meet your husband? When I'm talking to them or whatever, and a lot of them like have si- not a lot, but like a handful have had like similar stories. Oh, we dated then, and then we I have heard and that. Like then we reconnected. So it would have been
0: really creepy if my husband <laughs> would have dated me in junior high because he's like seven or eight years older. Oh, I me. know. I feel like you can't. a lot of. Re- yeah, we're
1: like literally four days apart in age. It's okay, but yeah, I know Sometimes you don't even want to think about that.
0: <laughs> so one of the one of the other things that I want to talk about today. Um, because this is supposed to help people out there who are trying to build a business or trying to build their career. Yeah. And one of the things that came out of our conversation is the importance of the people that you surround yourself with. So talk a little bit about that.
1: Yeah, so I feel like I... I mean, as far as my family goes, I've had like a great childhood and like my parents have been like so supportive and pushed me in life to like do great things. So I've always had like a good family support, which I think is awesome. And maybe it has like led me to have like great relationships with my friends. Um, I, every girl or woman that's in my life, I feel like is like empowering to me and like doing something amazing and working hard and a mom and like juggling all this stuff. And so I feel like Not only, like, when, like, I have people that encourage me and push me and can guide me when I need advice, but, like, it's also, like, helpful to know, like, when you're struggling that, like, you're not alone and, like, other... You know, like, it's nice, as horrible as it is, and I don't wish bad upon anyone, but to know that other people are going through similar situations when you're, like, a mom juggling a family, a husband, work, like, all these things that like bring hardships sometimes you know that it's nice to know that you're not alone in it and that I feel like it's just important to have those people around you because yeah they're there to like guide you and help you in the right way and, and like not discourage you so, so so I hear
0: so many people tell stories of they're going through a hard time or they're they're struggling and what they really want to hear is encouragement and to, to you know to give a maybe some advice, but just to encourage you to press forward and keep going. And I hear all of these stories about women who say, you know what, just not these words, but just give up. Like just don't do it. Like it's not worth it. You know, that kind of is so discouraging. and, And I know that I value the women around me that, that, are like, don't we knee out, you know? Yeah. You need to keep going. Like, I'll listen to you, and I'm going to support you, and I'm going to be beside you. Yeah. Um, but you need to keep going.
1: Yeah, I feel like uh, it was funny on the way over here, I was thinking about this particular thing, I guess, just that I feel like every situation that I've, like, grown a tremendous amount in, like, that has always been, like, super un- coming from, like, a very uncomfortable place or where I'm, like, distraught about a decision or, like, where I'm upset about something. It's like, even in flowers, it's like when I had not known how to do something and I'm like, okay, I'm just going to do it (laughs) afterwards. And I like learn like, oh my gosh, like I was so uncomfortable and like, you know, so nervous and just didn't know the outcome. But like, then I grew from it. And I feel like that's like in my life too. It's like, that's
0: so good moments
1: that are like, yeah, really tough for me. It's like, really it sucks in the moment or it's like scary in the moment but after it's like oh my gosh I grew so much and I'm like a better person from it
0: okay we have to stop right there because that was huge <laughs> that that was huge if you didn't hear that you need to rewind that about 15 <laughs> seconds to a minute and listen to that again because that is so wise and it's uh, a, a truth that most people will not grasp onto. And it is impossible to have massive success without grasping onto what Dana just said. What she's saying is, is, and I have chill bumps. I swear to God, <laughs> I have chill bumps all over my body. That was so good.
1: Thanks. And we
0: did not even talk about that before, no, but we didn't. you, if you want to have massive success, if you want satisfaction in your life, you have to be willing to be uncomfortable. You have to be willing to be in situations where you just want to squirm, you want to run, you just, your heart's beating, you're nervous, or whatever your reaction to being uncomfortable is, and do it anyway.
1: Yeah, totally.
0: Oh my gosh. And then every single time, and we just said this yesterday, I was talking to somebody, or lots of people actually, and mm-hmm. we said, here, here's the deal. You go through a struggle and you overcome it and you get through it all of a sudden the confidence in yourself is yeah, raised you so much
1: more like empowerment to like keep going and like do better. And yep. Yeah. Yep. And
0: even when you're uncomfortable and it doesn't go well because you've been uncomfortable and you got through it and it went well, sometimes you, you like, it. you yeah. learn. Yeah. And wow, that's so huge. You guys need to rewind that and listen to that (laughs) as many times as you need to get that in your head because you cannot have massive success without grasping that concept. That was good. Thanks. You're (laughs) welcome.
1: (laughs) Glad (laughs) I thought of it on the way over.
0: (laughs) 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 Well, those are the types of things that successful people think about. How do I work on my mindset? Yeah. How do I make sure that I'm strengthening the way that I think, the way I think about my business, my family, my perspective? Like, some people would say, I got three kids and a and a job here and a husband there and all of these things to do. Mm-mm, too much tapping out.
1: Yeah, I instead know. Instead of
0: thriving from it.
1: I know. Sometimes I'm like, oh, my gosh, why did this all happen to me? Like, why I'm three kids deep. You know? <laughs> I'm six. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I heard that. I was like, oh, gosh, nothing compares. <laughs> I can't no. even compare now. <laughs> so um,
0: you had, I think it was you and I were talking about coping mechanisms when you're tired. Yeah. Yeah, talk about that a little bit because I think women need to hear that as well. We get tired, and we get overwhelmed, and that's completely normal. So tell us a little bit of how you handle those kinds of things. I love it.
1: Yeah, I was saying I feel like I mean again, a lot of things I've like just feel like I've learned over <laughs> the last 10 years, I guess of me like dealing with things or yes, yeah, coping with issues or whatever, but I feel like a lot now with three kids I'm just like Okay, usually, and it's usually in a pattern too. Like, okay, so by Thursday, I have like put in too much work and I'm like dying. So I'm like, okay, I gotta go to bed. Like, I'm tired. I need to go to sleep. Or, I mean, even with like feeling like you need your girl time, like, then make a date to go out with your friends. Or, you know, if I'm like exhausted from work, then I feel like I just learn to like take a step back. If, you know, like, I'm just trying, I guess I just am better at listening to like, what I need and like taking it and listening and if I'm tired then I go to bed and if I am exhausted from working too much then I take a break. If I feel like I have a lot of work then I get a babysitter an extra day and I get a lot of work done. Like I just try to do what mm,
0: That's good. Because here's I see here's the mistake I see a lot of women make. I never have to stop. Yeah. I'm super woman. I can go, go, go. I can go and I have to and if I don't I'm not like successful woman. Yeah wrong. Yeah. That's so I go on five or six dates a week with my husband because that's what we need to recharge.
1: That's, awesome. that's what we need.
0: I don't care if my kids miss me sometimes because if they want the best of me when I'm home, I've got to recharge. And that's the way I recharge.
1: Yeah. I get sure. up at
0: four forty-five in the morning and work out. And if Bentley sticks his head over the railing too early, I'm like back in your room. <laughs> I need <mean laughs> <No>. my time. <laughs>
1: totally. You know, yeah. I need
0: my time. So for you to be wise enough to say when I'm tired, not all the time. I'm not tapping out. I'm not losing. I'm not giving up. I'm tired, so I'm gonna sleep. Yeah, totally. That's like giving yourself a break. Yeah. Which is awesome.
1: I think so too. Very balanced. I feel like, yeah, it's important. And like making time for yourself, like you said too. Like I try to go to the gym, but I don't beat myself up if I like miss a day or I have to work instead. Or, you know, I have kids stuff, so
0: I am faithful to wine. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I feel like a <laughs> lot of moms are. <laughs>
1: <laughs> totally faithful, swear.
0: That's funny. Never gonna cheat. <laughs> okay so the floral theory yes why don't you tell everyone how can they follow you how can they contact you see your work
1: um yeah so I feel like a lot like visually I feel like flowers like you want to see them so I think Instagram is like the best place to see everything that's going on I try to post like almost like every other day or every couple days obviously like sometimes when I'm burnt out on Instagram I just get off you know but um I feel like it's a good representation of like what's going on and I try to do stories like when I have weddings and stuff so you can see so it's just the floral theory on Instagram and then um, for like wedding inquiries it's nice if people go through my website um, which is beautiful. Thanks. I think it needs some work but <laughs> um, I try you know <laughs> um, but yeah so, so you floral
0: It's can the floral
1: theory aZ dot it's com. The right?
0: FloralTheoryAZ.com. Yeah.
1: Um, so, yeah. So you can see an order flower crowns on there. You can, um, there's, I do do arrangements too occasionally. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of more like le- let me know <laughs> ahead of time kind of thing. Um, and then, yeah, I pretty much do anything if I can do it and I'm available. Um, but then email again, it's the FloralTheory at gmail.com if you had like general questions or. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Any advice or cl- closing remarks you want to give us? or encouraging remarks, or anything you want to say to your, to our audience? Um, I guess just, like, one, as, like, moms, you know, I feel like we're all, like, going through this together, especially, like, women that are working. I know this is, like, a lot of what this is about, working moms, and that, like, the struggles I feel like that we have are normal, I guess, and that we're all going through it, and to just push through, and if you have a passion, like, follow it, I yeah. guess. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: What I love about this show is that, you know, out in the world, there's so much cattiness and there's so much competition and women comparing each other, t- themselves to each other, but not here. Yeah. Moms in Business, we are here to encourage each other and help each other through and make them feel um normal and not an outcast in any way and I
1: feel like as long as you like put that out to other people then that's what you're gonna get back like I feel like the floral industry from Arizona what I've experienced like everyone's really like great and encouraging and I follow like a lot of them and I've worked with some of them if they're over like need help um if I'm available I would be willing you know and you learn from those people because they're doing things like you and so I think even if You know, we tend to see like, oh, these people acting this way or that way, you know. That as long as you are putting out that, then you will surround yourself. That is definitely
0: a reflection of you. Yeah. Your mindset is fantastic. It's been an absolute pleasure talking to you today. (laughs) Please go look at Dana's work and order from her
1: and thank you so much again. Thanks
0: for listening to Hey Mom's in Business. Have a great day.